0: Money FM 89.3 Best of the Breakfast Huddle. Mind your business on Money FM 89.3 is brought to you by Zero. Try Zero free for 30 days by visiting xero.com. Terms apply. Zero, beautiful business. Mind your business with the Breakfast Huddle only on Money FM 89.3. 20fm 89.3 Good morning, it's The Breakfast Huddle Elliot Danga, Bharti Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you It's time now for Mind Your Business Been looking forward to this conversation Because uh, we spoke with our next guest last year in May, I believe And I remember that conversation was kind of centered around how he was about to close down his bar
1: Mm, this was around the period of the circuit breaker when a lot of F&B businesses were suffering. While at that time, I'm sure you thought, Elliot, that it was the end of the Jekyll and Hyde cocktail bar, actually couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, The bar found a new home in a two-story shop house at Neal Road. But certainly this is not the end of tough times for them. To say that the past 18 months have been a roller coaster ride for the bar would be an understatement.
0: Indeed, like uh, many other restaurants in the embattled food and beverage industry, Jekyll and Hyde has been hard hit by the pandemic, and we're going to find out about some of the experiences our next guest has been through and the kind of constant pivoting that he's going through. On the line with us this morning is Ichuan Chua, who's owner of Jekyll and Hyde Cocktail Bar. EC, good morning. How are you?
2: Good morning. How are you guys doing?
0: What a difference uh, about eighteen months makes, huh?
2: Uh, it has. <laughs> same, same, but different, you know. <laughs> same, same, but different, yeah. Uh,
1: tell us how exactly things have changed for you since then.
2: Yeah, I mean, okay, I guess that's uh, 18 months to cover. But, um, no, I, I think to cut a long story short, you know, we we made it through, um, you know, I guess the, the circuit breaker. We were able to find a new home, uh, build up the space, and we've been been operating pretty well the past 18 months, although to be honest, the past, I guess, month or so has been a bit tougher than normal. Mm -hmm. Um, I think even the heightened alerts were actually pretty okay, but I think this, this last month has been proven, is proving to be just a bit more um, I think, tough for the industry. It's kind of weird,
0: though, Easy, because heightened alert, you, we couldn't really dine out as I, I, I compared with now, and now more people are vaccinated. Uh, why are you saying it's tougher? Is it really out of fear people don't want to go out because of the case uh, numbers that are being reported?
2: Well, I think it's, it's probably a combination of that, but also just the 2 packs dining. It really right. is the practicality surrounding that, right? right because right. you just cannot go out in, in groups. Um, mm. Nor can you dine at home in groups, either, mm. so I think it presents a bit of a challenge. I mean, okay. there's only so much you can eat and drink, yeah, <laughs> cool.
0: people don't want to go dating uh, that's why.
2: Uh. <laughs> yeah although the gov- maybe the government's doing this so that you know people can yeah. you know, make babies or right? force a bit of intimacy, right
1: exactly (laughs) why not the perfect opportunity to increase those fertility rates yeah Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing I understand while dining out is still restricted of course a lot of F&B operators like yourself have pivoted to online deliveries right Mm -hmm. Uh, but clearly there are limitations to that side of the business as well perhaps you could expand on that
2: so I guess yes and no to that. So during heightened alert one and heightened alert two, we actually did quite well for delivery. So, you know, we pivoted, we, 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 we've we always found ways to do well, right? So we actually launched a fried chicken brand during heightened alert, one called um, curry fried chicken, and that actually did extremely well. People really loved it. They were like, oh, we like curry, we like fried chicken. And mm-hmm. when you put it together, it's something that we really enjoy. We get curly fries for delivery, and we still continue to do that Um you know, I think when we were talking last year, we didn't have food at all. Um we moved to our new space at Neal Road, um, we actually moved into a bigger space. Um, it, it's 2,200 square feet instead of like 1,500 square feet. Uh, landlord's nicer, rent's a bit cheaper. Um, and so we were able to have a full kitchen space. Um, and we have a, a great chef that came on board um, that used to hit up the, the kitchen at Straits Plan and a few other places. Um, and so we do modern Singapore cuisine. And so doing Heightened Alert 2, um this Singapore Soul Food or, or you know, um really did well. Um and I think people were, were doing okay with two heightened alerts. I think this third one, this semi heightened alert, has kind of gotten people tired. Mm. Um and I think that that's more of the challenge that I think at a certain point, um, you know, things break, right? Or yeah. the straw that broke the camel's back kind of
0: but it's quite the, quite the story of the Singapore spirit Because when we spoke last year, we really got into it We talked about how landlords were not very kind with rebates, etc, etc You're saying now, the landlord's a lot kinder You have received quite a bit of support from your customers, Singaporeans Actually, generally, the f scene is kind of getting that support Do you think this is true?
2: Yeah. So so my my new landlord's a lot better. I don't I don't know about the old one still, but uh, the <laughs> new landlord is them. a lot more understanding. <laughs> yeah. Um but I yeah, but I think in terms of that, yes, for sure, right? Singaporeans are super super supportive. Mm. You know, I think whether it's for us, whether it's for the other restaurants and bars and all that, people are trying to dine out, right? They're trying to order delivery. But I think it, it, it's not so much about them wanting to or not wanting to, it's just fatigue, I think, okay. at a certain point. Yeah.
1: COVID fatigue indeed is a major issue and I'm so glad you brought that up. But something else that struck me as you were speaking just now was that you said you always find ways to survive. Jekyll and Hyde will always find ways to survive. So in spite of the difficulties that you mentioned earlier, how are you finding ways to survive today?
2: Yep. So I think it really is about launching those delivery brands, right? So um, because it very much is still a delivery market, we're always trying to find new dishes that, one, travel well, um, two dishes that people want to try. So for our own menu, we do this, the Wagyu beef chakwe and we actually um, serve it in opiate leaf. So when you wrap it up, it keeps the flavors in, it keeps it warm. When it's delivered, people like it. So, it, you know, it's a take on something that's very classic and very heartwarming and, and comforting for your belly, I guess, and your heart. Um, but, you know, we, 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 we try and find ways to to make it interesting for you. And we've done different collaborations with different restaurants, too, where we do deliveries together, right? So that's where you come together to help each other out um, and reach out to, you know, different customer bases and introduce each other's customer bases to um, each other. And then I guess the last thing that we've really been trying to focus a bit more on are actually corporate orders because, you know, with that COVID fatigue, companies do want to take care of their employees, too. So, you know, they want to send them care packages, whether it's food, drinks, snacks, and whatnot. And so we... We try to help provide that too.
0: Mm, I think a new nickname should be Pivot Man. You always got these <laughs> solutions. I mean, where, where are you guys at right now mentally? I, I, I know I, I hate that we talked about how there's a bit of COVID fatigue, but do you find yourself in a situation where you're constantly trying to anticipate oh, what could be the next restriction? What could be the next, you know, whatever rules? Is there a frustration among the FMB industry? And are you guys sharing ideas on how you can pivot and survive?
2: Yeah. So I mean the the frustration is definitely there. I think to be honest, like even for me where I'm generally quite the positive person. I mean, this last one when it went to two packs that was quite distressing. Um and I think for a lot of people, you know, they, they almost see the beginning of the end, right? Because it normally goes from five packs to two packs to zero packs, um, and, and they start doing, you know, work from home again. So so it's anyone's and anyone's guess, right? And I think originally they said that there would be no more lockdowns or no more restrictions, and then they happened, right? So I mm-hmm. think there's a lack of lack of trust, unfortunately, because you don't know if something's actually going to happen or not, right? And right. and yeah, I think I think as much as people are trying to decide how to pivot and all that, even if you can do it, um, it's a matter of whether you know people people subscribe to it, right? Or actually or want to 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 help and support as much.
1: It sounds like a lot of people are taking the one-day-at-a-time approach. But is there a way of pivoting in a more sustainable manner? For instance, what are your contingency plans like? Do you even think about, okay, well, what happens if it goes back to zero dine-out, for yep. instance? We,
2: we, we do, right? So, I mean, when we were operating at that, at that point, we were doing seven days a week. Right now we do six days a week. So, yeah, we, we do have, have some plans in place in terms of when we would operate, the kind of dishes you would serve, um, the kind of marketing and advertising we would do. So it's definitely something that, that we have in place because I think it's happened so many times now. <laughs> okay, the good thing about it is that the team is a pretty well-oiled machine now where they, can't, where they know what they're going to do next, where we know what we're going to do next. So... That,
0: that's a good lesson learned, I suppose. Mm. EC, I feel like finding trouble this morning. I don't know. Uh, do you think I know sentiment among restaurant goers is that the restaurant industry, not the f b but the restaurant industry like yours, are uh, suffering for, you know, because generally when you go there, and I have been, I've dined out in twos or in fives, you, you see the measures are in place, everyone is doing their part. Is communication happening fast enough? Are you being told that, hey, this is on the way? Or are you just like all Singaporeans waiting for the some kind of a multi-ministry task force press conference and then, oh, I got to quickly scramble? Uh, are you in the same boat as us? We're,
2: we're in the exact same boat. Oh, it's so horrible. When you, when you hear, we hear, right? Because I mean, I mean, also even if we hear rumors, you know, we, we don't really want to share, right? Because mm. don't 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 want to uh, you know speculate, end that. up in uh, yeah, yeah, or end up in you know jail or something like that. Yeah. So so I think from from that perspective, we we don't hear anything before, and so yeah, we really do end up having that one to two days. I think it's only about two days nowadays, right? Whenever <sighs> they announce it, uh, to be able to prep, which is why it's essential you prepare before to that okay. point.
1: Mm, It it does look as if nothing has really changed uh, in terms of from last year to this year. It's still kind of the same SOP where people are caught unawares. But considering that you yourself are suffering from COVID fatigue, right, on a different level as a business owner in this particular sector, I'm sure that you've been taking steps to ease it, and I know technology can ease this in terms of your operations, making all of that more seamless so that you can cope with the day-to-day, and you are using Zeroes platform to help you out with this. Tell us more about this. Why, why did you choose this platform? How is it helping you exactly?
2: Yeah, for sure. No, so, you know, back in the day in the in the old Jekyll and Hyde, we were a bit of a smaller business, right? We've actually been able to expand since then. But as, as a smaller business, we were we were doing our accounting, doing our expenses, um, doing our payroll and all that quite manually. Um, I think our old accounting was also a little bit more old school. And so um, everything was done by paper, right? You submit your petty cash, your invoices, et cetera, all via paper, right? Um, and I think when we moved over to the new space and happened to get a new accountant, he actually recommended zero, um, and I had seen it before, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this this could be something that that be good for us." And and the other good thing about zero is that you get the eighty percent, um, you know, PSG grant from the government too. Mm-hmm. So I think in terms of cost, it actually is 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 quite cheap, um, and so it, it it's been great for us, right? Because now when, for example, I'll give you an example: when you submit your expenses. You, you, you take a picture of the receipt, you know, with your phone and then you, you send it in and it's already recorded, right? Mm. Um, and so in terms of being able to track exactly where everything is, um, it, it's a lot better. I mean, there's only so much paper you can deal with, right? It's not, you know, you'll lose, you'll lose it after a while. But it's a very good way to be able to reconcile and see everything online in one shot.
0: Because of this technology, do you find Jekyll and Hyde getting more out of the accountant that you have
2: right now? Yeah, for sure. Right. Because it, because I, I don't have to, well, okay. I, I'm pretty sure the all the reason why he does this. So you don't have to bother him as much, but, uh, um, but it's valid, right? It's yeah, valid yeah. because you can go on, you can see how much of your bank account, you can see your debits, you can see your credits. Mm. Um, you know, you can see the outstanding invoices that you owe people, but you can also see the outstanding invoices that people owe you. You can generate the invoice, um, and, Send it over with the credit card attachment, right? Like basically, someone can pay by credit card. And, you know, when someone's doing it for a corporate thing, they love to pay with credit card prices mm. like, you know, $5,000, which is, you know, 5,000 miles, I guess, or whatever, yeah, yeah. And we can, whenever we can travel. Can yeah.
1: One of the things that often comes up in any digitalization or digital transformation project, of course, mm-hmm. is the ease of use and yep. the rate of adoption from your staff, right, from your existing staff. So for although sure. you have a new accountant, I'm sure there were other people who had to get used to the new software as well. Uh, talk to us about the ease of use in this regard and getting people on board. So
2: I, I think it depends on, on on who you're talking to at the company. But to be honest, it was actually pretty easy because, okay, for, for, for my staff, for them, it was about gathering all the invoices and receipts and then, putting it in an envelope and then sending it over by delivery to the accountant right in the past. And we still do that sometimes every couple of weeks instead to kind of match things up. But nowadays, all they have to do is take a picture of the receipt and then just send it over. So there's actually, there's actually not too much in terms of them needing to learn. They just need to download the app and all of them know how to use to, they know how to take a picture using a camera, right? So on, the, on their phone. Um, so, so in terms of ease of use, it's actually been super easy. I mean, we've implemented other technologies and other delivery platforms that are a bit harder, but for, for zero, it's been it's been as easy as one, two, three. Well, wow, that sounds really cheesy, but um, but no. So for me, um, it's also been great, right? Because I just log on and I can I can see everything um, there in a in a snapshot um, and click into the details too. So, like, say for example, you upload that receipt, um, I can go in, right, and look at the exact payment. Click on the payment and actually see the receipt tied to that so it really has been easy to use i mean i guess that's why it was built right so, yeah,
0: yeah yeah does it make it easy for you to i don't know scale up plan future partnerships look at a post-covid world hopefully in 2022 anything uh worth sharing
2: not necessarily but it does help us to see how cash flows better Ooh, right okay so I mean, I wish it could help me like predict the future and and plan ahead for that. But where it does help is really being able to see where we are from a um, numerical perspective. And I guess i to your point, when we see what our cash flows are, then we know better what to do. Can we do this renovation? Can we expand to another place, etc.? So yes, it does. It does help in that regard.
1: You mentioned planning ahead for the future and how hard that is, whether in terms of deciding what sort of tech you'll need, what sort of uh, techniques you'll use to continue surviving and thriving through this COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, You also alluded earlier to the fact that, you know, you often only get to know about new restrictions in the F&B sector, just as everyone else gets to know about it. There's not much time to plan ahead. Um, What do you hope will change about this whole situation in a way that also takes into account other uh, larger considerations uh, that would help businesses in your sector continue to thrive, not just survive, but move towards thriving and continue to do so?
2: I mean, I can understand why we, we don't get told earlier because, you know, panic in and people do crazy things. But, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, we, we need a, a clear path forward, right? We need, and the National Day on the road ahead, you actually need a road ahead, right? Because... At a certain point, the uncertainty just just doesn't work. You don't know what to do, right? And so, I think just it, it would be nice to know that we're just really in this endemic phase and we're actually moving forward. Two packs, if you really need to do two packs for the next one or two weeks, that's fine. But being able to know when five packs is going to happen and eight packs is going to happen, and music is going to start playing again, or even letting people you know eat and drink to twelve o'clock would be would be great too. I, I think certainty is what the industry needs at the moment, and and that's not just F&B, right? It's retail, it's the grab drivers. Everyone needs to know at a certain point because everyone's income and 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 revenues are fluctuating so much that it's quite hard to be able to to really plan ahead. Although we're opening another restaurant and bar because we we planned for it before this this two packs restriction happened again, so. I think we're we're in the middle of that right
0: now. Let's let's uh, close out the conversation by telling us a little bit more about that restaurant bar that you're opening up. Uh, when can we look forward to it?
2: Yeah, have you guys heard of Operation Dagger before?
1: Uh yes, I have actually. Vaguely, yeah, vaguely, but tell so us. Operation
2: more. Dagger is one uh, one of uh, the world's fifty best bars. So during COVID last year, they had another bad landlord situation, and so they decided to to leave the space. At least was ending just as as COVID reared its ugly head. So that was Mm. actually great for them. Um, So we got to know the guys over the past year and we actually did a JV where we've actually combined and we're actually going to be reopening Operation Dagger um, under a new concept um, in the next uh, three or four weeks. So we're really quite excited for that. Yeah, I'll be there. I will okay. send you a
0: chalk booking right now. Each <laughs> <chat> to our <laughs> owner, Jekyll and Hyde Cocktail Bar. Uh, really appreciate your time this morning. You take it, stay safe. Yeah. Thank you. You too. Mind your business on MoneyFM 89.3 is brought to you by Zero. Try Zero free for 30 days by visiting Xero.com. Terms apply. Zero. Beautiful business. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg or download our audio app.